We're ready? Rabosai. We are on Dafchaf Aleph Amad Aleph. We're starting from Dafchaf Amad Beis. Three lines from the bottom. One, two, three, four, five, six words from the beginning of the line. Ameymar. Ameymar Shkiv Lebre. Ameymar, his son uh, passed away. His grandson passed away. He ripped Kriya for the grandson. When his son came, then he, he, then he, again, his second time, he ripped his clothing in front of him. And after he had already ripped twice, he realized that he had, that he had torn Kriya while sitting. He got up and, he, and, and a third time, and he, and, he, and, he, and he ripped Kriya standing. So Rashi said to Meimar, what's that? He says, he says, what do you think you have to, you have to do Kriya standing? Where's your source that you have to rip Kriya standing? It's written by because it says that when he got the bad news of death that he got up and he, and he stood up and he tore his coat, he tore his cloak. According to you, if everything you ever did was obligatory, I show it's impossible. Didn't we learn also that it says, pardon me, I'm sorry, I preempted. So you want to tell me what? That you want to tell me that when it says he stood up, it means he has to stand up? I'll show you it's not true. We learned when it came to Chalitza, when the Yavim doesn't want to take the, his brother's wife in Yavim, and he wants to Chalitza, to give the equivalent of, of Yavim's divorce, Ramad Vamra, he stands up and he says, Lo I don't want to take her. Hachinami, tell me there also, he stands up, he has to stand up. We know it's not true. Vahatanya, didn't we learn? We learned the following of Brisa, Ben Yoshev, whether he's sitting, Ben Omid, whether he's standing, Ben Muta, whether he's leaning, uh, uh, leaning, so uh, and uh, uh, and and it's certainly sufficient if he's if he's uh, if he's sitting down. So you see that we don't say every time it says that he stands that he has to be standing. So why are you saying over here that Eov had to be standing? And he says Amar so He said to him, No. He says like by When it's said by the by the by the cholates, by the yavam who doesn't want to take the the by the wife, it doesn't say vayamod vayomer. It says it, it says rather what it says vayamod. It doesn't use the strong language that implies that he has to. Hacha. It's written see vayakam vayikra that he that vayom with the Yud, and that's what it really sounds like what that he, that he had to, he was sitting and he had to stand up in order to do it. The, language, the, the, the construction of the word. How do we prove that, that Kriya has to be done standing? As it says, As the Yud stood up and he tore Kriya. I said, one second, who said, okay, he did it, but who said that something one has to do? Maybe he went overboard, he was just behaving in a very, he was very grieving very much. Who said you have to do it? Maybe that's what he did, he stood up. If you don't say that, I'm going to show you. There's other things that he did were clearly overboard. He said he pulled the hair out of his head. You're going to say you also have to do that. We all know you don't have to, a person doesn't have to pull the hair out of his head when he's mourning. So why don't we say also that when he stood up to the rip Kriya was also overboard extra and you're not obligated. So the Gemara says, you're right. That's a good point. We have to find another source for standing to do Kriya. We learn it from here. When it says that uh, that that David uh, HaMelech uh, that w- was mourning for a son Amnon who was killed by Avshalom. So the king stood up and he tore his clothing. I have a deal with Milsi, you say so. But again, maybe he was just going overboard. You don't really have to stand up to do it. The Ilo if you don't say that. But Ishka Barza, when it said it said that David slept on the ground, Hachinami, you want to say, okay, you know, tell me that's what you have to do. We're going to see sleeping on the ground does not fulfill the mitzvah. There's a mitzvah of Kviya Samita of overturning the bed. He's not going to do that. Sleeping on the ground is not going to accomplish it. But Tanya, didn't we learn? Yoshua 
If a guy sat, if the oval sat on a bed that wasn't overturned, or a kise on a chair, or a okay, or on top of the gadol, he's sleeping on a on a mortar. Even more than that, Amr they said, even if the oval sleeps, if the mortar sleeps on the floor, he didn't fulfill his obligation. He didn't do the obligation of overturning the bed. So David so so you see that sleeping on the floor was 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 overboard. So why we see also standing up and doing kriya was overboard. Amar Lehi said to him, no, he says, when he says, he says, Kain Arza, when it said by Dovin Amalek, he slept on the ground, he really meant like the ground, he was really sleeping on the overturned bed, and therefore what the, over, the, the ground was normal, and therefore we have to say also standing and ripping Kriya was also normal, and this is a good source to learn that a person has to stand when doing Kriya. Tanur Rabbanu, we learn These are the things that a mourner is, is forbidden. he can't do work, or rechitza can't wash. Vasika anoint himself with oil. Tashmir shemita of interrelations. Vinil sasanda wearing shoes. Vasili kros b'torah and aviyim ksuvim. He can't learn Torah to aviyim ksuvim. Lishlishos misri can't learn mishnayos. But midrash he can't learn the midrash. Or halachos to halachos which are brisos or eshas and and to learn the and to learn the the arguments of the maraim vagados and to learn the agados. Nevertheless, even though he's not allowed to do all this learning, if the tzibor needs him to teach them in public, he doesn't know back and he goes and he teaches the tzibor. It once happened that the son of Yossi died in Sipori, she went after he was in the morning. She went into the base of Kulo, and he and he and he explained the Torah all day long. They needed him, he did it, even though he was a mourner. Rabbi had to sit, had to, had, was in mourning for someone. So he thought he's not going to go and give his shear. He's a mourner. We learned if, if the if the tzibur needs him to teach, then he doesn't hold back. You're allowed to go teach. So then he said, okay, what's he supposed to give the shear? So so he thought he should put up the amor. He would have somebody. He would say the shear, and somebody to announce it out loud. So he thought he's it's normal if they need him. So he's going to go give it in the regular way. So Rav said to him, "No, Tanya, we learned even though the mourner, if the if the tzibur needs him, he's allowed to give the shear, but he can't set up the announcer. He has to, he can't do it that way." How do you give a shear then? Who's going to make the who's going to and make it loud? The Tanya says, "What you do like this?" One time, the son of Yehuda Bariloi died. He went in. Yehuda went into the base minister. He's going to teach him because they need him. And he sat next to him. Next to Rabbi Huda Bariloi, the Lachashu. So then Rabbi Huda Bariloi, the Rabbi Chananya ben Akavi. So Rabbi Huda Bariloi was the mourner. He whispered the shear to Rechanan Bariloi. Rechanan Bariloi leTorgum, and Rechanan Bariloi whispered the shear to the announcer. But Torgum Mishmila Rabim, and the announcer said it to everybody. That you can do. So he can, he can give the shear, but he has to. He can't give it in the actual, absolutely normal fashion. Tanur Rabban, we learned Avol Shloshia Rishonim Aser Laniach Tefillin. We learned the Avol. The first three days of mourning, he's. Not allowed to put on tefillin. Mishlishi of Eilich from the third day in orange. Mishlishi bechlauze bechlau and including the third day. He already put on tefillin on the third day. Two days, no, the third day, yes. And we said, and when he put puts on the tefillin on the third day, let's say new people came who hadn't who hadn't. 
consoled him yet. We don't, we're not obligated to take it off. We don't say, oh, he's going to be afraid. If the insane just came in now, they'll think he was wearing tefillin during the first two days. You don't have to worry about it. He can put it on the third day, and even if new mourners come, he can keep him on. That's the words of Rebbe Lezer. Yeshua Mary says, no. It's only two days that he's forbidden. From the second day, including the second day, really second day, he can put on the tefillin. He can put on the tefillin. However, when he puts him on the second day, when mourners come, uh, when, when new consolers come, we haven't consoled them before, he has to take them off lest they think that he was wearing them ready, that he was wearing them on the first day. Amrav Masna, my time with Rabbi Lezer, what's the reason Rabbi Lezer who says what? That, it, that, that it's two days and only the third day he can put on tefillin. He says, the days of the crying of the morning of Moshe came, came to an end. So you see, days in the plural, so it's two days before you can put on the tefillin the third day. Amrav Ravina, my time with Rabbi Yeshua, what's the reason Rabbi Yeshua says it's only one day? When the Navi talks about a person is going to be like a mourner, the end is going to be like a bitter day. So it's one day. You see, mourning is one day. You come on a tefillin already in the second day. I have Yeshua and Nami. So what's that going to happen? Yeshua. How come Yeshua say it's one day? It says, he has the Pasuk of Yeshua that it's two days. He says, I'm going to say to you, no. He says, Shani Moshe. Moshe is different. Why? The morning for Moshe was particularly strong. It was two days. But normal morning is one day. You come already put on tefillin the second day. I have Yeshua who said what? That it's one day. Who says it's two days? Pardon me. What does he do with the pasuk? What does he do with the pasuk of Rabbi Yeshua that says it'll be it'll be a bitter day? It's one day. He says Ikur Miro Chad Yamah. He says no. It's talking about the bitterness. The bitterness. The main bitterness is one day, but mourning is actually two days. Amar Ula. Ula said in a Ula Paskins somehow like a crossbreed of the two opinions. He says He says he says the Allah follows over Lezer when when it comes to taking them off. That if on the third day new consolers came, he doesn't have to take off his tefillin. But the like Yeshua, that already on the second day you're allowed to put on the tefillin. Now we got a problem. If he says the Allah is like Yeshua, you can put him on the second day. And he says the Allah is like Yeshua, you don't have to take him off when new ones come. Did he mean that only in the case of Yeshua, if new ones come, the third day you don't have to take him off? Or did he mean once he passed like Yeshua, but he said you pass like Yeshua, you can put him on the second day? Did even on the second day you can pass like Yeshua, if new, if new consoles came, you don't have to take him off? So we don't know. What are you doing the second day now, according to Ula? So they asked this question, so on the second day, now the ruler Pasca, the little like this, a little like that. If new consolers came, does he have to take them off or not? I say Tashmai says I'll bring you a proof. But Ula, Ula said about the second day, he has to take them off and put them on again, even a hundred times. So you see that when new consolers come, he holds on the second day that he does have to take them off. Tanya we learn like that. You take them over. He says he takes them off and puts them back on even a hundred times. On the second day, Rav Amar came with Shneir Shuvin Echos. Rav says, "No, that's not the Allah. Once you're allowed to put them on on the second day, you don't have to take them off at all." I one second. You want to tell me Rav holds you're allowed to put them fill on the second day? Doesn't Rav hold you need three days of mourning? Why didn't we learn of Rav Hu Amar? Didn't we learn earlier? Remember we talked about what's the minimum amount of time that a person had to mourn before the before the Yontif can cancel the seven days? He says Allah Gatana Didan. Didn't Rav Paskin that Allah follows our time that you need three days before Yontif for Yontif? To cancel. How can he say over here the person already put the fill on day two? The Omar, okay, Shlosha, he said, he paskin that Allah follows that Yantav only cancels the seven, like like Artana, only after three days. So how can he say he put in fill on the second day? The answer is Mitzvah Shani. Look, there's two different things. 
mourning and the mitzvah of tefillin are two different things. Even though the primary mourning is three days, like he said, but the mitzvah of tefillin, because that's a mitzvah, the rabbis were mako and allowed them to put on the mitzvah, to do the mitzvah ready on the second day. Now, Tanu Rabbana, we learn the following. An Abel, the first three days of his morning, he's forbidden to work. And even a person, uh, even, a, even a person who is so poor that he's supported by charity, he still cannot work the first three days. After the first three days, so then he can work in a, in a hidden fashion in his house. And you have a woman, uh, we'll learn also if she's poor, and okay, then in her house, she can spin with a, with a spindle within her house. That's also considered a hidden work. We learned, during the first three days of mourning, he can't go to the house of another mourner to comfort him. After the first three days, he's allowed to go to the house of another mourner to comfort him. But he doesn't sit with the consolers. He sits together with the people who are being consoled. Even though he's going to console the other one, he sits with the, with the, with the consolees and not with the consolers. We learned, the first three days of his mourning, Okay, he, he can't he can't he can't greet others or return the greeting. Vishlo Shavat Shiva from three days to seven, May Shiva can he can return the greeting. They say Shalom Tim, but he doesn't he doesn't initiate the greeting. once he's after seven days, Shalom May Shiv Kadako, then he can he can initiate and, and, and respond normally after seven days. Says the Gemara one second. He says he says that's is that true? Shloshim Rishonim Aser B'Shel Hashalom. You want to tell me what that the first three days he's not allowed to to initiate greetings? I'm going to show you a very famous rabbi in the first three days of his morning he initiated greetings. Well, I'll tell you, did we learn? One time happened that the sons of Rabbi Kiva passed away. All the Jewish people came in. and They made a great eulogy for his sons. When everybody was leaving, Rabbi Kiva got up on a big bench. And he said, He says, Our, our brother in the, the, the house of Israel, listen to what I'm saying. Even, even, he says, even even if I had two sons who were who were, who were grooms, he says, I would have been. He's talking about he. I would have. I would be consoled because of the great honor that you did. Uh, uh, that you did, and certainly now that they are that they are not married. He says, I'm consoled. Let's say really you were coming for for to to console me to console Akiva. Akiva you know, A lot of other guys named Akiva in the marketplace. Okay, so you didn't go. To console them, Ella. Okay, why'd you come to me? You must have said this. You said the heart, the, the Torah of God is in his heart. So he wanted to give honor to the Torah. So all the more so, since he came for the honor of the Torah, certainly you have double reward. Okay, why? Because uh, uh, because you came for to to. Uh, because he gave cover to the Torah. Go to your houses to, to peace. So you see that when he gave them greetings. So you see in the first three days he gave greetings. How can we learn that you can't give greetings? The answer is the honor of the many is different. Then even for the many, you're allowed even to initiate the greetings in the first three days. Then we said furthermore, we said from the third to the seventh day, he can respond, but he's not allowed to initiate greetings. But after the seven days, he can initiate and respond normally. It's not true. 
He says, did we learn a If a guy found that his friend was a mourner within 30 days, 30 days of the death, and he can give him consolation, and he doesn't, he doesn't greet him. After 30 days, after 30 days, he's allowed to greet him. And he no longer gives him, he no longer gives him uh, condolences. But you already see a big kasha. So you see that what? You see that even within 30 days, the other guy can't give him greetings. If the other guy can't give him greetings, certainly the mourner can't give greetings after seven days. That's already the kasha. But we continue the b'risa. Macy, if a person, if he found his friend's wife died, and also Yishacheres, and the guy, and his friend within 30 days already married another woman. Sometimes he's allowed. He really married a new wife. He's not going to go into his house and give him consolation. He's going to insult the new wife. and not allowed to do it. But if he found him in the marketplace in the 30 days, even though, even though he married, then he can give him consolation in quietly and with and with gravity. So okay. So therefore, I have a kasha. If you see that his friend can't give him give can't greet him after thirty days, how can you tell me in the previous price that he himself, the mourner himself, after seven can initiate greetings? The answer is Amravi. He said, "You're making a big mistake. It's not true. You think that if the friend can't greet him, he certainly can't greet the friend. It's not true." He says, "Who Shoel b'shlamachem? No, after seven days, he can he can greet others. Why he can ask how they're doing? Shachem shul mishol because the other people are are at peace. He can say, "What's your peace? How are you doing? Because they are at peace." <coughs> But other people can't ask him how he's doing. Because he's not, he's not in peace. So you, your your assumption was wrong. You're assuming if they can ask him, he can ask them. No, they can. They, they, if they can't ask him, he can't ask them. You're wrong. They can't ask him because he's not in peace. But he can't ask them after seven days because they are in peace. You, you, your your assumption was wrong. I right, says okay, but one second. He says he says that's your answer is not good. He says since we learned in the first brayso that after seven days meshiv that he can respond. You see that they can't ask him. How can you tell me they can't ask him? They can. Since he's, it says he's responding. If he's responding, they must have asked him. You see, they were allowed to ask him after seven days. Not what you said. It's not true. The answer is no. You see, you're making a mistake. He's only responding because they didn't know that he was a mourner. They're not allowed to ask him. But if they already ask him, he's allowed to respond. If that's true, if he's allowed to respond when they didn't know, that also the first three days he should be able to respond. How come he didn't tell me no? The answer is no. In the first three days, the first few days he doesn't respond. He says, listen, he tells him he's mourning. And he doesn't respond back to Shalom. But here, after seven days, he doesn't have to let them know. They, if they ask him, he doesn't have to say, oh, he's in mourning. He's allowed to answer them back. Hi, Verminu. Okay, we said one second. We said that if a person finds his friend after 30 days, he can ask him how he's doing. Uh, he can ask him how he's doing. Uh, and he doesn't, and he doesn't, um, and he doesn't uh, give him consolation. I mean, you don't give consolation after 30 days. Remino, didn't we learn? The guy finds his friends in mourning within 12 months. He can give him consolation. Not like you said, after 30, you don't give consolation. On the whole 12 months, he doesn't greet him. After 12 months, then he can greet him. He doesn't give him consolation. If it's after 12 months, he can't console him directly, but in a roundabout fashion, he can console him. If a person finds his friend who was a mourner, but already 12 months has passed, and the guy gives consolation, you know what that's like giving a guy consolation after 12 months? Like imagine it was a guy who broke his leg, and his leg healed. 
Matzah Rofei, then the doctor finds him. Amar, the doctor says to him, Kolach Etzli, he says, here, come by me. He says, Shani Shovra, I'll break your leg again. Verpeno, and I'll heal it. So you know my treatments are really effective. You know, here, once a guy, after 12 months, you don't give him consolation. But we see clearly that what? We see, so how can you tell me what? How can you tell me that, uh, that, um, that after 30 days, uh, you don't give consolation. We see we give consolation all the way up to 12 months. Lokashikma says, that's not a contradiction we can't solve. He says, ha, bavi vima, when do you give consolation until 12 months when the guy's in mourning for his father and mother? Ha, when we don't give consolation after 30 days, Bashar Krovi, and that's by other relatives. Then after 30 days already, you don't give consolation. But one second, but he told me by the, by, the, by the 12 months that afterwards he could give a consolation around the bow fashion. Hasam Nami, that even by other relatives, shouldn't the same rule apply? Yadabi Motachum and Atzad, that even after 30 days, you should still be able to give, console him in a roundabout fashion, not directly. And Achanami says, it's true. He says, you're right, that is the Allah. When we said after 30 days by other relatives that he doesn't give him consolation, it means Kedako, just not in the normal way of Abadaber, Imam and Atzad. Really, you're right, he can give him consolation in a roundabout fashion. Tanarabbanam, we learned the following din. Let's say a guy comes late to the, to, the, to the Shiva house. Okay, he's already comes to the place where they're already sitting Shiva. And he, he comes from Imakam Karav. He gets from, from a close place within a day's travel. Even though he came after they started, he can count the seven days from when they started and not from the day that he arrived. As long as he came within three days, even though he came late, he could, if he, let's say, he gets there on day three, he's also on day three, just like them, as long as he came within one day's, from within one day's, uh, 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 he was within one day's travel. But if he came from a faraway place, then even though he came within the first three days, he has to count the seven from when he came and not from when they started. But if he comes after three days, I feel even if he came from a close place, even 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 though he came from close, once it's after three days, he has to start counting seven from when he came, and he doesn't count with them. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says another thing, I feel the he says, no, very lenient. Even if he came on the seventh day, as long as he came from, from a close, okay, money, money, he can count with them and, and finish up the Avelis when they finish it up. We'll call that a daf and we'll continue tomorrow. Everyone have a wonderful day and a wonderful Chodesh.